I'm now delighted to be joined by the newest member of the Loxley dance team, Mal Cumming. How are you, Mal? Not too bad about yourself. Yeah, keeping as, as well as you can, I guess. And the last nine months have been quite crazy. How's it been for you down in Australia? Yeah, it's been a little bit crazy. You know, with Victoria being in full lockdown and everything. So I'm probably one of the lucky ones who kept my job, you know, playing online darts. So, yeah, not a lot's changed for me, but doing the um, staying at home as much as possible is a big difference. Well, I did see you playing a lot of online stuff with Darts Australia and the, and the WDF Virtual Cup. How have you found the online stuff? Really enjoyed it. It's, um, it's opened up a whole new world for me, really, for practising, you know, getting to play different players all over the world, things like that. Hmm. But, you know, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Now, obviously, I got you on to discuss you signing with Loxley and getting your own custom darts, but before we get into that, when did you first start playing darts? Probably nearly 30 years ago. I started as a 15-year-old playing in my dad's team. He's played darts for as long as I can ever remember. And, um, yeah, they needed a player, so, yeah, he asked me to play. Yeah, started from there. Mm. Got, Got the bug. And then, uh, yeah, just kept going. The breakthrough for you in terms of titles and stuff was in 2018 when you won a DPA ranking event and two titles in the, the BDO Tour in Australia. Did anything change for you specifically at that time? Were you just feeling more confident or getting a bit more luck? Yeah, I was feeling more confident in my game around that time. A lot of it's got to come down to the support I've got back from home. You know, my fiance Tash, she's fantastic with the support she gives me. But yeah... I don't know, I found a, a new confidence, started to believe in myself in that I could be a top-line player in, a, in Australia. So, um, yeah, and admittedly, a couple of the titles I got, I did get lucky at times. So you've got to pay the luck when it comes your way. Mm, definitely. At the end of 2018, you qualified for the, the BDO World Championship. Do you remember when you found out that you qualified? playing the um, Australian Masters and uh, it was it was up to a couple of us myself Adam Rowe were in conjunction and uh, yeah we both actually got knocked out in the first round which meant I went through to qualify I remember when you you came over they did the draw and you got your fellow Victorian Justin Thompson and I know I thought it was quite you know ironic that the first time there'd been two Australians in the draw for years and you end up drawing each other. What was your reaction when the draw came out? Well, it was quite funny because I actually said to my fiance Tash beforehand that um, what's the bet that I draw Tomo? Um, we had a bit of a laugh about it. But yeah, when the, when the draw did come out, I was, I was a little bit shocked, but not surprised either. Mm. <laughs> you know, travel all the way across the other side of the world to play darts and you end up playing your fellow teammates. <laughs> and I mean you guys must have played each other hundreds of times over the years yeah over probably the last probably six years since Tomo's come back into darts but he, he did have a bit of a break for a while um, but yeah when he came back we yeah, probably played each other a dozen times or more mm-hmm. um, we we're actually really good mates you know, off the board um, teammates playing for Victoria as well so yeah oh, and Australia in the virtual World Cup so you know, we're good mates and yeah, played plenty of times together. When you came over to England, what was that experience like of playing on the lakeside stage? Basically one word, amazing. To walk 
ones at that stage that I know that have many, many great dart players have played on. It was just a, yeah, an amazing feeling. Just walking into the rooms uh, before the crowd and everything else like that was totally new. Um, just the awe of the place. Yeah, because you hear stories of what Lakeside is and everything else. But to walk out onto that stage on game day and to have the crowd in there, they're all cheering, chanting, the lights, the cameras, it was just an amazing experience. That game didn't quite go your way, um, but was it still certainly a fond experience for you? Oh, 100% it was, yeah. I, I definitely didn't play my best game, but I still walked away happy, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, Tomo definitely outplayed me, he hit his doubles when he had to and everything else like that. Um, yeah, but just just experience itself, being on that lakeside stage in front of such a, a great crowd, because you know, they were all there for the players. Um, yeah, that was a really, really, and, and to meet the other players as well in the back, out the back rooms, you know, having to be with them and that was, you know, the people that you don't normally see, the Tony O'Shea's, Dean Wynn Stanley's and players like that, are, it's just an amazing experience. Hmm. And where did your nickname, The Bull, come from? <laughs> that's, that's actually quite a funny story. Um, the very first dart team I played for when I moved to, to Melbourne from Perth, they put themselves together as a team. They called themselves the Bulls, but everyone had like a, a nickname, like lovable, uh, drinkable, yeah, all that sort of stuff. And yeah, I just end up with Mel the Bull. Ah, very nice. And it's stuck with you ever since? Yes, it's stuck, yes. Uh, it's a bit of a joke between myself and James Bailey, because he's another Bull from Queensland, so... <laughs> In 2019, you picked up a, another title and you started to show some real form on the, the DPA circuit as well. You got to the, the last two finals of the year in 2019 and then the start of 2020, we only had six events, but you got to a final and you won a, a, won a title as well. So were you feeling really confident in your game when everything shut down back in March? Yeah, I was, I was feeling really good, really confident. Yeah, as you said, my, my darts were going, going well. As well as I was throwing well, I had the support. Um, I picked up a sponsor through um, Team Rebel at the time. You know, so the support of the Team Rebel boys, plus my fiance Tash. You know, that, that, if you got that sort of support, it's an amazing feeling to to be able to walk up to a dartboard and just do what we do without any pressure put on you. But yeah, my confidence was really high at the time. Still is at the moment. Um, so yeah, no, it's, it was, was a good time. But yeah, no, it was yeah, it felt, it felt really good. Hmm. It's a shame that COVID hit when it did. <laughs> and it was announced just before Christmas that you had signed with Loxley Darts, and you're their first player from the the Southern Hemisphere. How did the the talk start between you and them? Well, it first started through my other sponsor, Dart World Australia, um, because Dart World Australia are the, at the moment the sole distributors of Loxley Darts. Hmm. The, uh, Dom and Matt from Bloxley were speaking to Simon and Jeff at Dartworld and they said they wanted to sponsor eight players so they went looked through all us, us sponsored players at Dartworld and yeah I was the one they chose out of that. And as part of the, the deal they're going to be making you your custom your own custom darts which I think is going to be the first time in your career that's happened right? Yes it will be. Yeah no, I'm looking forward to that trying to design something that's a little bit different, but very easy to use at the same time. Hmm. Um, yeah, I've got to start talks the next week or so with uh, Matt and Dom 
them and girls like that. So yeah, no, I'm looking forward to that. It'll be something different and something exciting, I suppose. Mm, definitely. And what sort of setup do you think you're going to go for with your darts in terms of weight and so on? Well, personally, I, I'll, I'll stick with the uh, 23 gram. Um, slightly front weighted, uh, a little bit longer barrel, and plenty of grip. I like a good grip. I guess, how is the, the design process going to work then? Because I know Loxley are obviously based in the, I think in Holland. So how's that going to work with you? Are you going to work with the Dart World team and then they'll send the stuff over? Basically, I'll work with um, the boys from Loxley themselves directly. Um, we're going to come up with like four different designs, and they'll they'll send them across to me once they're done, and then I can just pick and choose little bits. Like if I'm happy with one one particular part of a dart and another set of darts, and we'll work out one dart from the four sets. You know, you can imagine the. Um, going back and forth one set at a time would be quite chaos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, they decided to do four sets at once. And when they announced that they'd signed you, it said in the, the press release that you'd got England in your sights. What's that referring to? I'm looking for this year to have a big year in the um, WA in the Australian circuit. I want to push for the World Championships next year. I want to be, be over there with Bailey and GG and those sort of guys, mm. and and also try and get into the um, the TV, TV shows that we do over here in Australia, the World Series. And I know Q School is a little bit of a challenge this year because the dates have moved and so on. But I know you're going to be a busy man as well because you're getting married in a few weeks, aren't you? Yes, we are getting married. Um, yeah, we, we we did think about earlier in the year about doing Q School this year um, but obviously with uh, COVID and everything else like that we decided against that this year and put 2022 as our as our goal as we decided to get married as well hmm. um, so yeah it's, we were looking at it for this year but um, yeah I'm glad we made that decision earlier in the piece and we'll get married instead <laughs> <laughs> And I know the DPA tour is going to look a little bit different this year in, in 2021 with the, the restrictions and so on, isn't it? Very different. It's basically going to be uh, state-based. So Victoria will play Victoria, Queensland will play in Queensland. And I think towards the end of the year, it'll be the top eight players from each state will play off to, to choose who's going to the World Championships. Hmm. So yeah, it's going to be a very different look altogether. Yeah, and I know there's quite a you know a strong set of players over in Victoria as well. So at least you'll be keeping each other sharp, even if you haven't got the the whole country's worth to play against each other. Oh, for sure. There's a lot of great players over here in Victoria. Um, so yeah, it's going to be tough. Anyone that thinks they're going to walk in and just win every every tournament's crazy because it's. There's a, a dozen or more players that could win every tournament. Hmm. And I know in Australia, a lot of the competitions are run using a round-robin system early on. Is that something you quite like, or would you rather it was just knockout from the beginning? Uh, well, I'm, I'm used to the round-robins early stage and then go into the knockouts. That's basically that's what we all, all do. Um, but I don't mind the straight knockout myself either. Hmm. Um, the DPA have brought that in more 
say the straight knockouts. Um, it, it makes you, it keeps you on your toes pretty much from the first day you throw. You know, you don't have that chance, second chance to say in the round robins. Hmm. You know, I know you're getting married in a couple of weeks, so I wish you all the best with that. And hopefully, you know, with your new darts in tow, you have a very successful year, Mel. Cheers.